often beat with Clint. Not hospital beds where you have a girl and IVs. All to your state of mind, the bush be underwater the same way some families protect rapists in the stem tree. His blood is thick in the water. I found my mono, mono, we mono. I was on so many antibiotics, I became antibiotic. Some people do white lines, some people stay in between. Some people look quite high, some just park where they need. Goddamn. I still fucking got it. I haven't written in a minute, but my lines make you turn off the clock from winding so you can stop time to process these lines to exhibit. By the time you wrap around your head, you'll be a mummy in the exhibit. You think times are hard? You should have felt this dick when I spread out of bed this morning. I gotta stay ahead of the game. I'm not into lip service because lipsticks will turn my dick into your cervix. Just being <laughs> earnest, I wanna springboard my invite to you and my mattress. She asked why I got mad discuss or reply because I have mad interests. Growing up, my parents never told me to. Uh. <sighs> Welcome to episode 14. Whew. Uh. Just cause I like a good fridge doesn't mean I want you built like one. So I guess uh, sometimes making your presence known is very, very not necessary as the Tour de France um, bystander who <clears throat> took out like 40 cyclists during the first stage still 30 miles left in the first stage and this cunt wanted so much attention to have this sign in a complete another language and I guess by default you could say there's your sign to stop being an attention whore. And now she's literally running away from her problems. I'm assuming it's a her. They identify as a her. But hey, what do you know? That's a, not a good way to roll out of this week. And you know what? Maybe if uh, Lance Armstrong was coming through all roided up. Maybe we just would have ran through her. And none of the cyclists, are wouldn't it have been a ricochet effect, like a domino effect going back. May have not happened, because you may just power through that bitch. And then, you know, blamed everyone else for why she was standing in the way. Because, you know, manipulative like that. Also, apparently there's a new world record of uh, the definition of stacking M's. So apparently stacking five M&M's from bottom to top is a new world record. You know, the last time I stacked five M's on top of each other, um, it was for my vaccines to enter middle school. There's a lot of, uh, what were they called? Oh, like moxie pox and shit like that. Um... Apparently, stacking five M's is a world record. <clears throat> I'm sure Jeff Bezos is in somewhere laughing. Ha. I stack 136 B's 
And he probably literally has like a container of bees with all the honey. And then probably ships them in Amazon Prime and say, here, bitch, look at me stinging your accounts. Uh, I would say um, his favorite cigarette is honeycomb, but, you know, there's no need for the comb. I'll tell you what here, there's this um, place, it's this pressing issue, and it's, it, they just opened this place nearby where I live. The place is called Outrage. So there's a strip mall, I wouldn't call it a strip mall, but you know, every grocery store like a Kroger has a bunch of shopping centers right by it, you know. There'll be a, you know, there's always a Chinese takeout place, there's always a H&R Block, there's always like some cheap uh, place to get some clothes like a Kato or an Uptown Cheatskate or like a Lane Bryant, you know, one of those type of places. So there's a new place called Outrage. It's in just another one of those small buildings, you know, nothing fancy. So I walked by it. They recently just opened. I don't know what the hell it is. I see nothing but a bunch of printers just sitting, stacking up. Printers, there's computers, there's hard drives, uh, there's recyclable, basically recyclable shit. It's like, oh, is this a place where you just donate shit? Cool. You know, helping the environment. But they just opened a couple days ago. And um, apparently, it's a place where you get the smash shit. Outrage. Oh, it makes sense now. So, you get to beat shit down like a UFC fighter. When they're basically done for. And they're already knocked out. And they gotta get those last four punches in. That's basically what this place is for. So they have like. You walk in. It's a small place. There's like seven aisles. There's like seven rooms you walk in. That you can walk into. It's basically fitting rooms for you to destroy shit. Throw shit down. Hit shit. I'm assuming they use a bat. I'll tell you why it's triggering to me. Like Call of Duty triggering. R2 button. Ironically, it doesn't, I, to all the people that have been breaking shit on their own merit without having to pay for it, is this a scam? Like, you can just break shit in your own fucking house. You don't have to pay 60 bucks for an hour long session, like it's a massage session, and just smash it. You can do it at your house. You can do it wherever you live. You can go to the middle of anywhere. Whatever you're trying to smash. Is it funny how... So if I do it where I live. I do it in my apartment. I do it in my house. My grandma's house. Apparently, you're weird. You got anger issues. You need to go to therapy to deal with your shit. But I could pay 60 bucks to do the same shit unnaturally just because I need to get a little, mm. like, just go exercise, go box. You don't need to pay 60 bucks to smash shit in a fitting room size like it's at an Old Navy. I don't get it. I'm outraged. I've been doing this shit. When I did this shit, you know how many of... Broken controllers 
of PlayStation and Xbox I have been a part of, I have contributed to the breaking of game systems and controllers and things correlated with it for years. I don't play video games anymore. It's kind of why I had to stop. But now, it's socially acceptable. But when I did it, I had temper tantrums. It's like, no. I'm mad. Because Al Jefferson won't fucking make a mid-range jump shot. I'm mad because I sinned the whole season and didn't make the playoffs when I set the perfect roster. I'm mad because I threw a wide open pass down the field. And my number one receiver dropped it. But I could pay 60 bucks to do the same thing that I could do at home. But socially acceptable. It really grinds my fucking gears. Because it is not right. It is not right. That now it's okay to express what you feel. But when you used to do it. You were the problem in society. But now expressing what you feel, you're part of the solution. So then I fixed my anger issues, fixed all that shit, and now, now I'm abnormal that I don't smash shit for fun. Now I have to pay just so I don't get a noise complaint about throwing my TV through the fucking window. Because it's like, you know, sir. There's a place around the corner where um, you could have done the same thing and uh, no one could sue you or, you know, say your endangerment to their child. All you had to do is pay 60 bucks, but now you got probation, can't be around children because you're a menace to society, and it goes on your record. But as long as I do it in this fitting size room, let it all out. You're in the clear. That's like giving someone who's trying to commit suicide. It's like saying, hey, if you pay 60 bucks, if you do it in your apartment place, there'll be a lot of fees for who's ever left behind the pay. But if you do it here, you're fully covered. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense now, does it? But socially acceptable to society. You want a conspiracy theory? Here it is. Now you have to pay to be mad? We can't be mad no more? We just have to be all stuck up with a tuna roll up our ass. Which, by the way, Subway's tuna is not really tuna. Nasty fucks. That's why I don't eat tuna. You can't trust something that smells like a nasty fucking cooch. I mean, regular tuna doesn't smell good. You know what? Fake tuna don't smell good. You know they can't even mask that shit. Nasty fuckers. And their bread's not even real. Other countries, their bread is considered a dessert because it's full of sugar. It's all right there. But no one wants to listen because it's just conspiracy. If you want a conspiracy, now I have to pay, like, my fucking laptop right here. If I could go there and pay 60 bucks to do it. Why would I do that when I could just go outside right here? Unless they're going to like, if I donate it, I could break it and shit. And they give me a reimbursement and give me like a, give me like a Best Buy, like little voucher. 
300 bucks you could put towards whatever at Best Buy, then yes, that makes a whole lot of sense. Otherwise, fuck you. This is a scam, and they're going to get people. Imagine, speaking of Kroger, I went, I went inside Kroger the other day. Did you know we have gotten so fucking lazy that they have to make peanut butter more squeezable for you? Because some of y'all just, apparently, it's too much to, you know, get a knife, silverware, have your extra crunchy, creamy, little crunch. Even if you have one of those nasty, natural, peanut butter, jelly fusion nasty fucks. Whatever is your preference. I'm not here to judge. Apparently, doing this, spreading the bread, spreading on some bread. Apparently, that's um, too inconvenient for some of us. So now, they have, you can squeeze the peanut butter out of this thing. It was $4 for this. And this peanut butter thing was like the size of this. Well, actually, not even this big. But the peanut butter was like the size of all of this. And you squeeze it out. You realize when you squeeze it on the thing, you're still going to have to use a knife and spread that shit. So either way, you're still using the same amount of silverware. But since you put easy squeeze, GIF to go, and you know they can't do crunchy, otherwise they can't come out. So it has to be creamy. And if you get creamy, go fuck yourself. But, so now, you can squeeze it out. Just imagine you're squeezing it out. And it looks like a, and it looks like a dog shit from three days old. Where it looks like some corn, it looks like a big old corn pop in the size of a popsicle. Just sitting on your piece of bread. Because, you know, getting a knife. I could understand if you wouldn't need anything to spread it. If it just magically spread itself. That would make sense, because you know what? Any regular peanut butter consumer over their lifetime can understand it's a hassle sometimes to clean the peanut butter off to clean the peanut butter off the knife. Look, man, I get it. Cause you know, you put the knife under some hot water, it's not all just gonna come out in three seconds. You're either gonna have to get like, you know, one of the scrub thingies. You're gonna have to get, you know, one of those yellow pads, or you're going to have to get a paper towel. You're going to have to get something to clean it. Because just some hot water is not going to always get it off. Sometimes it will. Most of the time, not. But doing dishes has become a problem for you. That they know they can sell this bullshit. Where you're literally getting half of the amount of peanut butter for the same... Actually, it's more. Because you get a freaking thing of peanut butter for two ninety nine. This thing, I, I checked the measurements. It's basically half. But you pay a dollar more because you get the psh out of it. Get to squeeze every little thing out of it. Only if you had that tight of a grip on your life as you did that peanut butter. You just want to squeeze, take your anger out on it. Pathetic fucks. Go fuck yourself. Because you know what? These companies wouldn't have wouldn't make these products if they know you lazy asses wouldn't fucking buy it. And uh, Clint, you don't have to buy it. It's like, I know, but I shouldn't have to see it. 
Like, <sighs> oh my god. So, uh, why do <laughs> I hate myself for this one? I came up with this one earlier. Why are blimp companies now having to pay for advertisements? Why are blimp companies now having to pay for advertising? Because they're struggling to get air time. No, that is not a sigh of relief. That is a sigh of disappointment myself. The fact that I would actually think of that. And I'm actually proud that it makes sense. But I'm not proud that I feel the need to share with the world. But, hey. You know, there's been a lot going on. You know? <clears throat> I hate to bring a little blip to your radar, but UAV, counter it. No, you won't. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Call of Duty, woo. <sighs> I wonder, you know, this. I think there's a term that's being way overused because I think it's just a cool term to just use, but not really, you know, go in depth with it. And that's the word simp. Um, look, man, I'm, I understand this actual definition term, but I've talked with plenty of my friends about this shit. We always talk about this bullshit. There's a difference between being a simp and being a gentleman. You don't have to overcompensate trying to be a complete douchebag. Prove that you're not one. You can be a gentleman. Be nice. You're not a simp. You're just being a gentleman. Open the door for a girl. It's called being a gentleman. If you open the door. If some guy behind you said. Look at this little pussy. Eh, tell him to go fuck himself. It's called being nice and generous. You open the car door for your girl. It's called being generous. Being a gentleman. Changing your girl's oil. It's called being a gentleman. Change your girl's tire. Being a gentleman. Not being a douchebag just to be a douchebag. There's a fine difference. Like, everyone thinking anything, if you do something nice at all, you're a simp. No, it's when you are being nice, over nice, and being to the extent where you're not even doing it because it's genuine to you anymore. You're doing it with the full intent of getting something deeper out of it. Not even deeper, but you're getting some, you're trying to get some more existential out of it. Existential. God damn it, Clint. Existential. It's when you, like, the main thing would be if you were being overly nice to a girl just for the intent of getting some ass, then yes. If you were doing stuff that's way out of what you typically would do or want to do, but you're doing it because you're going over the top to prove something to someone, 
that you don't really feel is natural to you. So you're doing a bunch of shit for someone just not because you want to do them necessarily or not because it's just being nice or not because you're just being generous. Because you're doing it to try to get some, then yeah, you're going to extreme lengths to convince someone to like you more than they like you. Like, it's when you feel you got to overcompensate, when you got to do all, when you got to be over, like, over the top, where it comes off. Because people can feed, men and women, we can feed, we can sense when someone, for the most part, is when someone's trying to go a little overboard, trying to be a little too nice. Because it's like, huh, wow, you, uh, you bought me flowers again. It's the third time in a week and a half. And it's June. You okay, man? Like, you okay? Because, uh, seems you are mentally either trying to compensate for something in your head. Or you could just want to get your girl flowers. And if that's the case, then so be it. But if you went from not getting your girlfriend anything for Valentine's for three years to all of a sudden now in a week, you're like, Every day bringing her something home that's not necessary. Then yeah. When you're being overly generous. When it's not good intentions. When it's not genuine intentions. That's the difference between being a simp and a gentleman. Being a gentleman is being generous and being nice. Because either you were taught a certain way. Or you just feel there's, you know, there's just a basis of. You know, respect and boundaries and shit that you treat someone with or treat a woman with. You're being a simp is when you're going way over the top when the situation doesn't really, when no realistic view of the situation says this is appropriate for this. Telling a girl you love her after two minutes of talking, yeah, seems a little bit over the top. Also, don't be that guy that never tells your girlfriend you love her. And it's been eight years, but you're still like, nah, she won't see any weakness in me. It's like, eh, maybe a little. But yeah, man, like, because I, you see a lot of young, specifically young men, they are so, young men are so consumed with being viewed as weak by a woman. We are so consumed of not being perceived a certain way because of stuff we see. So we're trying to prevent things from happening more than just being in the moment and being genuine and being ourselves. Like if you want to get someone something, get someone something. Don't don't overthink shit. Like don't overthink. Don't think being nice or generous or something is a bad thing. That's not a sign of weakness. As long as you have the right intentions and you can live with the fact of whatever happens, and so be it. It's always the dudes that are bitching when they did things out of disgenuinity. That's not even a word, but it is now. Being disingenuous. People that did things that weren't disingenuous and they know it. And then it doesn't work out, some backfires or whatever. Then they feel like, oh, see, I, I'm never going to treat a woman nice again. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> the world hates me. I'm never going to find my one and only. It's like, hey, you're 28. It'll be all right, bud. 
But, like, this whole, like, I'm going to try so hard to not be hurt. I'm going to try so hard and go to these extreme ends to prove that I'm not a simp. I'm going to go to these extreme lengths to just not be myself. No, see, the problem that a lot of y'all confuse is that being a simp isn't about getting someone gifts. It's not about treating a girl nice and her taking advantage of that. Being a simp is when you are just naturally genuine and you're nice and shit. And then when it turns out not to work out for you, you blame everything else. Instead of just acknowledging like, you know what? That's just, if this person shows certain characteristics, then then I got the answer I wanted, and you move on. Don't be that dude that's going on Twitter, putting these subliminal quotes. It's like, uh, this is why we hurt nowadays. and why This is why you can't trust no one nowadays, because they'll just screw you over. There's no loyalty. There's no respect. It's like, I'm not saying that's not true. It's a lot it's a lot harder to find that these days than you know generally throughout society throughout generations of life it's much uh, it's much harder to find a genuine mate to be with long term now than it's ever been probably at least it's much harder today than your parents were than it was for them to settle down with some long term than it was for your grandparents especially than people before that and Back and back. It's much harder. But it's much harder because we all think it's much harder. Like, is it really that hard? Are we just making it hard on ourselves? And we're preventing good things from happening. Because we're trying to prevent bad things from happening. So we end up hurting ourselves by thinking we're helping ourselves. We're trying to prevent from any possible bad thing that possibly happens to us that we end up missing out on the potential good things all because we become scared of all these things we've seen with people and it's a scary thing to see these days it's hard to watch you know that girl on now she went on fresh and fit podcast blue jazzy talking about essentially doubled down talking about how even if me And this guy, just because I sucked his dick eight times in a month, I deserve him to keep up my lifestyle, which it's only your lifestyle because it was his lifestyle. You can't call something your lifestyle if you can't fund the lifestyle yourself. But hey, shooting the messenger. Um, And you weren't married or nothing. You got to understand. And the biggest issue isn't that she thinks that. Because, you know, there's always going to be people with delusion. You know, you can't can't focus on the extreme delusion. But what is concerning about how she's saying all this, about how she feels that even though just because things didn't work out or whatever, which he's doing it on his own merit, so that's on him. But it's not that she, that she has someone that does that for her. It's that, that she feels that everyone is obligated to do that in that same situation. Don't let anyone tell you different. It's like no. You found someone that would be willing to do that. And that's fine. 
If he's willing to do it, he does it because he wants to. Hey, nothing illegal about it. People will look at it a certain way, me included. But, hey, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It happens all around the world. But, it's the fact that the severe entitlement, in a sense, not even entitlement, because, but it's the fact that she truly, this isn't even like a front. Like, this isn't one of those things where, you know, in like in music, it's like there's certain artists that promote being a bad bitch or fuck, you know, fuck all men. But then in their personal life, they don't really follow that. You know, they have a husband or a stable boyfriend they have kids with and they actually live with someone. So, you know, it's really just for entertainment, not everything you take too serious. But when people actually like brand this thing and make it where this should, this is the way it's supposed to be ladies. This is the way it's supposed to be men. It's like... It's not. Because most reasonable people will look at that and be like, if he wants to, by all means. But he sure as hell ain't obligated to, all because you were with him for four months and you got to stay in his loft two out of the four months because you slept over there enough. Like, that doesn't... That's not how this works. And the court of law, but like this, you went to the court of law, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. We got real shit to worry about. Instead of you worrying about whether this guy... Wants to support you and buy you a loft on your own. Like, no. They got real shit to worry about. You know if you were to take that to the court of law. You're not married or nothing. Haven't been together for that long in time. They would not give a fuck about it. They wouldn't even take your case in court. So you can. You know. It's the fact. It's the pure delusion in people. In men and women nowadays. And it's really frustrating because. Like, we were talking about being a simp versus a gentleman. If a guy were to tell you no in that situation, like, no, I'm not, I'm not supporting your lifestyle. We're not together. You know, like most reasonable people, when you're not with them anymore, you don't get the benefits of being with that person. They would just, they would just be like, nah, we're good. And then, but the problem is people, she would go online or in this situation, the other person would go online and talk about how shitty men are. And there are real situations. The problem when you use situations that most people look at as you're being irrational and idiotic is that when there are real situations where men are shitty and actually don't support their wives that they're still with or don't support their kids where situations where men would actually be applied as shitty. You take the actual merit where the real situations apply and you try to label on a situation where you're fucking delusional. It's beyond delusion. No one's entitled to support any lifestyle of yours other than you. Literally no one. And the fact that people even would buy into the shit or get behind it or rally behind it. That is why we have a lot of shows that men just have to basically 
bash on women and show a lot of examples of bashing on women just to even out the process. And then you have the opposite channels where women are just bashing on men to condone the actions and shit they do. So you just have two people that hate the opposite sex, but we come together to use each other, but not for going to reference it back. Genuine reasons. The issue with this, no one's genuine anymore. People want to pick and choose parts of people, but don't want to be with them and accept them, which no one's obligated to accept you. But if you decide that you don't want to accept these things anymore, then you cut it off and you move on. This isn't rocket science. And even rocket science, like there's the least reason. This is no reason. It creates this back and forth between men and women. Dudes are calling anyone that does nice things for their significant other or wife or their girlfriend. Or just do nice things just in everyday life. Oh, well, he's a simp because he did something nice. And the only reason why younger dudes think that is because we see these extreme cases. Because young men see these extreme cases. And they said, well, in order for him to get in that position, that means he held the door for her. He did all this. It's like, no, he's in that situation because he has no nutsack. You can have respect, be genuine, and do all the right things and have a nutsack. Trust me, it is possible. And if you don't think it's possible, then don't complain about all the shit that we keep on seeing. Men will always hate women. Women will always hate men these days. Because we keep on trying to justify and double down on our bullshit. On both sides. Then actually acknowledging our bullshit. And bringing past trauma. Because, oh, I, my dad was never there. So growing up, I never learned how to, you know, be and deal with shit. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. You're 38. You're 30 fucking 8 years old. Your dad, you can use that excuse to like maybe you're 30 and that's pushing it. Like at some point, man, sure, I guess it'd be nice at a certain point, but you blaming your dad not being there, it's really it's really an excuse. What I will say is having a father figure in the home probably wouldn't make you crawl in a ball. And stop your life because something didn't go your way. That is very possible. That's why fathers are important. You know, regardless of women, men ain't shit and all this shit. It's like, well, men ain't shit. And then your son grows up to be the exact same. Because you know what happens? Your son ends up resenting. He ends up resenting woman he's with. When he sees similar characteristics that their mother has. That they didn't like about their mother. So they date women that have the same characteristics as their mother. And they they see the same thought process. And especially when you find out that your father wasn't in your life. Not because he did some fuck shit. Because he put himself in position. He wasn't a fit father. But because your mother didn't want him in the picture. So she made an active effort for him not to be in the picture. That's where, and then 
once the son gets older and figures out the real reason about why his father's not in his life. And then we have people that create cycles. Because, like, why do I want to start a family with someone when the same shit could happen to me and I could do absolutely nothing? And I could do absolutely nothing to deserve being shunned out of my kid's life. But because my, you know, because my child's mother knows she can hold my kid hostage against me from seeing, visiting, spending time with, can use the court always to her advantage. Because she knows a woman will always be given the benefit of doubt in the court unless they're basically a crackhead. And even then, you'll still get your 50-50 split. For the most part. The fact that people like this can use their power knowing that perception of mothers compared to fathers these days. Like on Father's Day, man. People making, you know, people making... Father's Day post about them, about their father not being in a picture. Hey, you know what? Leave it for the people that do have fathers. When it's your birthday, you don't see me going your birthday. And since it's not my birthday, be like, uh, fuck anyone whose birthday's today. All because it's not my birthday today. <laughs> That's what you're doing when it's fucking Father's Day. And just because you don't have one or yours wasn't in the picture. And then you make it about you not having a father. It's like, well, you know what? I never needed one. It's like, really? Because... Maybe you did, because if you did, you wouldn't be bitching about how you didn't need one. That's how I know you needed one. Alright? So get the fuck over yourself. Deal with it. You're 38. Jesus Christ. People always seem to make things about them. Stop making it about you. Like the bitch holding a sign at the Tour de France. It's not about you. These people train four or five months doing these camps and shit. These mini camps. Just to put their 130-pound squinkly body on this fucking thin-ass bicycle with thin-ass tires. I don't even understand how that doesn't hurt your crotch like that. I understand that's why you do elevated stance and shit. But it looks hella uncomfortable. And I can only imagine the training is just as hella uncomfortable. Somehow, people are out here holding a sign when there's 75 people on bicycles coming through. What do you think's gonna happen? Because you make something about you that has nothing to do with you. You don't have a father's? Shut up on Father's Day. Jesus fucking Christ. It's funny how Father's Day is actually considered. Like. Could you imagine if someone on Mother's Day. Like it seems like Father's Day there's a lot more ridicule. Like now there's these movements of. You know, there shouldn't be a Father's Day because mothers are more important. It's like, yeah, there's a, there's a whole line of civilization. If you don't think fathers are important, ask any person that grew up with no father. And you know what you hear them bitch about? You hear them bitch about not having a father. And it's not because they're in the right it's because people that typically grow up with a strong figure in their household typically don't go on social media to bitch about every little thing they're unhappy about. That's very pointless to complain about. There's real things that go on social media and complain about. Like inequality or, you know, equality and rights and shit like that. Like equality in men and women. Like pure equality. You know, voters. Like voters. 
real things you could go on social media and complain about that are actually worth spreading the message. We It's funny, we always talk about negative energy. But then people say, you know what? Fuck fathers. They're not that important. Yeah, sounds a little negative to me. Hmm. Okay. It's just funny how Mother's Day, we have to... It's all, it's all about everything on Mother's Day is about the most important. Like, everyone get around for Mother's Day and shit. On Father's Day, it's like, hey, you know, we, we'll do it next weekend when it's convenient. Yeah, we'll get around to it. It's funny how there's not the same urgency for that. But it's because we have as a society, media, in a sense, I don't like blame media for everything. But in this case... People pushing a media agenda that fathers are not important, which pushes of why there's more single mothers than ever. And it makes it more okay. Which you should never be ashamed to be a single mother because there's real situations where people are single mothers because they had no choice to be. But on the real, there's a lot of single mothers that are single mothers because... They want all their fingerprints raising their child. And they would rather all the credit than to have the audacity for someone to say, oh, you and blah, blah, blah raised your kid very well as a team. No, nah, because we have this innate, because there's more celebration for single mothers. So all these single mothers post and everything. It is a hard job. It's not a whole lot of single fathers post. We're not having single Father's Day. We're not having these posts about single fathers like that. No, because that doesn't fit the narrative. That doesn't fit reality. Fathers don't matter, but we're going to bitch about men that are not in their kid's life. Hmm. Kind of doesn't make sense. Kind of a contradiction. Clint, you're not a father. You wouldn't understand. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't. Five eyes. I live in the world. I see it every day. I hear women, you know, man, like, the, hey, man, I'll just air it out, man. Fuck it. So, I always hang out at Dunkin' Donuts. And it used to be a single mother flood of bitching about men. There, there used to be this group. It looked like they were coming in. Like, you would think, like, these group of women, they were all, like, late 20s, mid 30s. At first, like, I thought they would be coming in, like, every Wednesday at, like, 10 or 11 a.m., bro, when I used to work there a couple years ago. And it would just be these flood of women. And they would take this whole corner up. They would bring chairs there, push some chairs, you know, have a little ceremony. And they would order. Of course, everyone would get a drink because, you know what, that's what you do. No problem, except when you're working by yourself. I was go fuck myself. It's cool. And none of them tipped. It's cool. It's not mandatory. But still, go fuck yourself. And so they all sit in a corner. They all, of course, have complicated drinks. Because apparently, when they make their own life more complicated, they got to make everyone else's life more complicated to justify their complication that didn't have to be complicated. But hey, life's complicated. So come up there. Order the shit. Go sit in this corner. So, like, I thought it was like some, you know... Suicide survivor group. I thought it was like maybe some book club. I thought maybe it was some like breast cancer survivors. You know, 
Maybe one of them was a breast cancer survivor. Shout out to survivors. Like, I thought it was a group for, like, maybe AA therapy. Maybe the alcoholics and shit. And I was overhearing. And I don't know if it was any group in particular. Maybe it was just ten random people. Ten random women. But I remember I I was on. I got off work. And I was just sitting in the lobby. Pretended to have some shit in my ear. Wasn't listening to anything. I like eavesdropping for no reason. It's kind of my thing. So I'm kind of overhearing. And it is just 10 women. Bitching about. How. The father of their children are shit. Right. It's just a group. The bitch about men. And alright. If all of you have a really shitty partner. Or shitty person that you raise a kid with. Maybe it's a reflection on you. But we're not even going to get into that. Um, But I was hearing the things they were bitching about, right? They were... I remember this one in particular. She was bitching. And yes, I do say the word bitching. I understand you're not supposed to use the word bitch and woman in the same sentence. But I'm saying they're bitching. Because that's really all they're doing. When you're complaining about something and you don't even have a rational thing that you would rather someone else to do. But you're just bitching just a bitch. She was bitching because I think like the kid was probably like about to start kindergarten first grade. And the dad wanted to, I'm assuming they didn't live together, they weren't together or whatever. Dad's like, hey, you know, I think during... You know, during the summer, you know, I want, you know, I think he should spend more time with me. I want to start getting into sports and stuff like, you know, I want to start like, you know, getting him, you know, interested in things. That's not just, you know, watching the view with you on TV or the real or watching the 700 club because you call that Bible study. Like, no, I want to get this kid outside. I want to start getting, you know, hanging out with other kids and shit. Sounds reasonable. Make your kids social at a young age so when they grow up, they don't become completely antisocial. Wonder why a lot of kids are antisocial these days. Hmm, crazy. And the fact that her reasoning for him not, and you can't make this shit up, her reasoning was because I don't want. My son to be anything like his father. Hmm. So you were willing to do everything with a person to have a kid. You don't want to be with them, fine, whatever. But you don't want a kid to actually have his father teach things to him. Or show him things that probably more than likely men typically show their sons. Because, you know, teaching your kids sports and stuff teaches a lot. She's basically saying, I don't want my kid to play sports. So you don't want your kid to, you know, learn about failure and overcoming it, working hard, discipline. You know, you learn a lot. But what bothered me the most about it was the fact that she used, she was, she did not want the father that have any real significance or any real hand in how this kid grows up 
and how he's raised. And then there was, and then all of them, you know, I don't, you know, basically all of them were just complaining about, oh my God, you too? Yeah, I hate when my husband, when he comes home and he doesn't want, like, this is like, oh God. Because they're not even just bitching about things they hate about their husband or dislike, whatever, that's normal. But they're bitching about things that are very important for Men to be role models and the lead sons, the lead young men, or young women, or anything. Just, it's important for girls to have a father figure. It's important for men to have a father figure. It's important to have two people raise you, more than likely a woman and a man. Because there's certain things that a woman will teach you. And then there's certain things that only a man can teach you. And regardless if you're a little boy or little girl, you're going to benefit from both worlds. And you're going to become a more complete person. Crazy. People wonder, like, why are, why is a two-parent house so important? It's because of that balancing of ideas. There's certain things only a man can teach a kid. There's certain things really only a woman can teach a kid because there's only things... That daughter, there's only thing, there's only certain things that a mother and a daughter can only connect on from woman shit. And there's certain things as a father that you can only connect with, with the son. Because only you understand what it's like growing up as a man in this world. And as a little girl, your mom, only she knows what it's like growing up as a woman in this world. You teach the things from a young age. And so when they grow up, they understand you understand as a man that no one's going to give a fuck if you don't succeed. That's a you problem. Figure it out. It doesn't get more simpler than that. There's no benefit of the doubt. There's no, man, hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, yeah, you know, you're going to have people that care about you and support you and shit. But, like, you realize as a man growing up in this world and navigating through, there's certain things that... You know at the end of the day, no one, you know from a young age, and no one's going to feel sympathy for you, dude. No one is. That's just a reality. And it's good to go through with that mindset so you don't go through with the defeated attitude. You're not one of those people like, the world's against me. Things just keep coming up in my life, and I just don't know how to deal with this. Like, yeah, think, you know, you didn't prepare for them. You know, sometimes shit in life's going to happen. And, you know, you just got to deal with it and overcome it. But a lot of times, things happen because you didn't take care of the things that you should have taken care of. So this thing didn't happen. Crazy. It's called responsibility. It's called accountability. And that's something that you will only learn from having two parent households from both sides. Or at least having two parents, two people that raise you in figures. Because if you're only learning from one flawed individual, because everyone's flawed. If you're only learning from the perspective of one flawed individual. You're going to only see the flaws in the world that they see. Like if you have, like if you have a dad, you know what, let's keep, you know, hold everything accountable. Say you have a dad that always teaches you 
uh, like, uh, it's like he always teaches you that things aren't, you know, never dream, you know, never, you know, the only way you can do things is if you do X, Y, and Z. When in reality, there's so many different ways to get to a goal. But if you only have someone that thinks in order to become successful, you got to do one, two, and three. There's no in between. It's like, but you don't, but who you are doesn't fit that. As a combination of your individualism and respectfully, you know, not associating with the teachings. Like, you got to be able to think for yourself, but be able to take what you know to have the quote-unquote, for lack of a better word, to have the privilege to think for yourself. Thinking for yourself is cool, but thinking for yourself without knowing what to think about to begin with is completely counteracting what you need to do. I shouldn't say what you need to do. I'm in no position to tell people what they need to do. But it really is frustrating to watch people explain why fathers aren't important. To explain why mothers are way more important. They're both important. They both equal importance to someone's life. You could tell people that are raised without a mother. And you could tell by people who were raised without a father. I can know nothing about... Here's the thing. Here's how you know. When something bad happens to someone, inconvenient, you could tell who were raised typically by people. By You would tell people typically raised with no father how they deal when their back's against the wall. There's no, there's no crap mac and cheese coming off to give you a spoonful to sit in your room when your car breaks down for two days. It's like, nope, oh, you just get up the next day, you power through it mentally. It sucks, but you keep moving forward. Girlfriend break up with you. Hey, that sucks, I'm sorry, but you gotta keep waking up moving forward. It's not about not caring about what's going on with you. It's not about that. It's about that life's not going to stop for you, man. Life's not going to stop because something didn't work out for you. Life's not going to stop because things are a little shaky right now. Life's not going to stop because your job fired you. Hey, wake up, go apply, get another job. It's re- a lot of this stuff's really not hard. But it's hard for people that never had... The type of teachings that were needed. But hey, I'm going to stop talking about this. Because, you know, I'm all about positive. More of the story is, be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. Don't let the society dictate you starting to treat people like shit. Because when you start letting people dictate how you treat people, don't ever tell anyone that you think for yourself don't ever tell anyone that you're an independent thinker when you're letting society tell you exactly how you should think and act don't if you believe in treating people nice you believe in being generous when you go to somewhere to pick up something to eat saying hey ask them how their day is don't stop doing it because you're afraid of someone looking at you like you're weak if being nice is weak, then you know what? Sign me up. You can be nice and not be a complete blue jasmine.
type of donator to a loft. It's possible. You just gotta believe. You just gotta believe. And more importantly, think for yourself. I know it's hard, but it's important. Jesus Christ, I went way off the rails. I think I went off for 30 minutes about thinking for yourself and why father figures are important. But sadly, it had it has to be said. Because I had this conversation with my boy Jeffrey. And, you know, as both of us, we have father figures in our life. And we look at things very similarly, sim- similarly because of it. We also have people that we are close associates with and shit like that. And we notice when... They have gone through similar situations that we have. We see it front hand. We see how they deal with it. And look, we just say like, yeah, we feel bad, but you treating everyone like shit because your car broke down. I'm sorry. It sucks. I understand the moment, but treating everyone like shit for a week, like go fuck yourself. Like get over it. We feel bad that you have to get, that you're going to have to pay X amount to fix something. Or that you're going to have to get another vehicle. We get it, man. But you could tell people who didn't have a father figure. Because you could tell how they react to adversity in situations. And that's not saying that women don't deal with adverse situations. But the difference is, when men are in adverse situations... We are looked for for the solution. And typically, women, when they're in adverse situations, you typically have someone to take care of your solution so you don't have to worry about it. We are looked to fix solutions ourselves. Nowadays, it's more even. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you have issues as a dude in this world, either you... Fix it. Either you provide the solution to yourself or you can get the solution for someone else to fix you. They're going to hold that over your head. They will. You want to borrow money as a man? I look, I'm, I don't judge anyone for it. I also understand that people will hold men way, world judgment way harder from a perception standpoint. From borrowing money or asking for help. I know we're in this world where it's all about everyone should ask, you know, anyone should feel free to ask for help. And I agree with it. You should never be ashamed for asking for help. But you got to understand from the perception of the world. And even though perception isn't reality, perception can perceive what people look at you for. Like no one's going to come to you for a solution in the future if they see that you can't even provide solutions to yourself. I'm not even saying that's right, but unfortunately, that's kind of the world we live in, and there's a reason. So, at the end of the day, man, men and women, we all have we all have to find it for ourselves. But all, look, I think that's why, like, we are taught from a young age to be able to provide for ourselves, so no one can hold over the fact that they helped us. Because there's a reason why young men feel afraid to ask for help and shit. Because it's ingrained in us that asking for help that we should know how to do at that point. It's a sign of weakness or failure somewhere along in the process. And it's almost like 
you don't want to bring shame to your father's name. Because this is something that he may have taught you, but you haven't brought it into real life lessons. Like, you can teach someone all the right things and they're still going to make the same mistakes. That's not the problem. Like, people at a certain point, you got to learn to make decisions for yourself. That's why I become, like, less judgmental. Like, when I see dudes bitching shit and I realize, like, you know what, man? Like, going on and on and they're bitching on social media about some girl not liking them. It's like, all right, man. I get it. It sucks. Like, but you making an IG live of you crying because you found out something about your girlfriend. Why is your first instinct to make an IG live for people to see you crying? If people see you crying because they see you crying, that's fine. But you making a broadcast because you want attention for people to see you crying. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And... It makes you seem like an attention whore. You're seeking attention not for your accomplishments or think that are things that you have actually done to warrant attention. You're asking for attention because you're desperate for it. It doesn't make sense. And it tells a lot about how, you know, it, it says a lot about you. But, you know, people are young. We make mistakes. I've made mistakes. I think when you're younger... Yeah, it's not when you think. When you're younger, you make very emotional decisions, man or girl. But if you make a most, like, there's no excuse when you get to 30-something or 40-something. If you make them, like, when you're younger, you can make an emotional decision and truly blame negligence or lack of awareness about things to a certain extent. You can at a younger age. But each year that goes, the older you get, man, there's no excuse. There really isn't. And I just think we live in an excuse-based society, culture, whatever you want to call it. Men don't hold themselves accountable. Women don't hold themselves accountable. No one holds themselves accountable. So it's a lot of people pointing the blame at whose fault when in reality, both men and women are at fault. For the way, for the same dating shit that we bitch about. It's because we are at fault for it. And everyone needs to go with that mentality. And the problem is generalizing a whole gender. Which I know I just did that for 35 minutes. Generalizing all women and all men. I know I just did that. Which may be I'm part of the problem. I acknowledge that. The whole moral of this hour. I'm part of the problem. But the moral of all this is generalizing takes away from you from you (laughs) generalizing takes it distracts from where it needs to be applied to (sighs) whatever man i'm tired of talking about it this was not where i was planning to go i just want to talk about m&ms and the tour de france for 15 minutes but here we are. All right. That's episode 14 of Off and Beat. Go subscribe to the tube and uh, go follow the IG, you know, TikTok, whatever the fuck, whatever uh, tickles your ball sack today. Remember the shave. Don't, don't be that person. All right, guys.
and uh, go suck some titties, and uh, go love yourself. Love the world, but more importantly, take accountability. Stop being a piece of shit. Stop generalizing. Don't ask anything from anyone else that you wouldn't ask of yourself. Don't hold anyone else to a standard that you won't apply to yourself. And I think that's a message we all follow. Ignore the previous hour. Just focus on this. And I seem like a person that at least seems reasonable. Have a great night. All right.